You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker. That is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings, happy Monday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast edition here on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. My name is Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here with us as well. We would love it if you would let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. We just wrapped up production, gentlemen, for today's CRTV show. Let's give the audience a preview of what's coming up today on CRTV. Todd. Uh, Well, you were on... uh Fox News, a place where up until recently uh, you hadn't uh, uh, been for a while. It's refreshing to see you there on a wide variety uh, of platforms. Um, But uh, as always, uh, sometimes it's because you get up and leave in the middle of them, and sometimes it's because you just don't uh, necessarily answer the questions that they want you to answer, but uh, you always make it interesting by living up to your own standards and rules for patriots, not accepting premises, etc. So um, a worthwhile view, which uh, you will have uh, if you uh, tune into the show. Yeah, this interview kind of went off the rails, but this time it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Not my fault this time. Aaron. Um, Todd, at the very beginning of the show, pulled a George Bernard Shaw. Hmm. In a way. And you'll have to figure out what I, what, I, what, I, what I mean by that when you watch the show. We... We seriously debated whether porn star attorney Michael Avenetti was a serious contender for the Democratic nomination in 2020 or not. And I... I think it merits a serious debate of that. Oh, it doesn't. Of that, I have no doubt. (laughs) Nor do I doubt the fact that uh, I'm ashamed that we had to debate it. And I actually think we had a very interesting conversation about it that wasn't just all trolls and counter trolls. I mean, it's a pretty good assessment of where we're at right now, don't you think? Just the, the conversation we had in general, Todd? Oh, I can I butt in here? Sure. I just want the record to state that I made absolutely no attempt at not trolling <laughs> for that entire segment. Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> well, I'd be ashamed if we didn't treat him as a serious candidate because, quite frankly, if we hadn't learned from the last two years, we wouldn't be a serious show. Of course he's a serious candidate. Doesn't mean he's a front runner. But on both sides, right and left, once again, Donald Trump is president, and if the left could get away with it right now, they would run a ticket that was Cortez and Hogg. So of course he's serious. 
Well, if you want to watch that conversation for yourself, you can if you're a subscriber to CRTV at CRTV.com. If you're not yet a subscriber to CRTV, use my name as a promo code, and that will get you a discounted subscription to CRTV just about a quarter a day. A quarter a day at CRTV.com. Promo code DAST won't just get you access to our show, but each and every show produced each and every day exclusively here at CRTV. CRTV.com. Promo code DAST. All right, let's get to some of the headlines from over the weekend. You know, we we touched somewhat on Amarosa and her tape recordings on the television show. I don't know what else there is to say about this. I mean, to me, the Daily Caller running a story that quoted a, so, a national security expert as predicting at least a dozen foreign intelligence agencies have already hacked or attempted to hack her stuff because she's acknowledging that she recorded stuff that happened in the White House. I just think is yes. Um, the woman's big revelation is I went on national television so everyone could hear me get fired. I don't, I don't know why that's a winning argument. Well, meanwhile, incriminating myself. Yeah, exactly, because there's, there's, a, there's a pretty good argument she's committed a crime. I've read in some circles by recording without consent things, um, official White House, White House business like that. Perhaps in the situation room. Perhaps in the situation room. <laughs> That's perfect. She says Trump's a racist, but then that means she went to work for a racist. Trump responds, she's a loser who got fired three times from The Apprentice, which means he hired a loser who got fired three times as an apprentice to get work in the White House. T- tell me how we're not just all losers here. How We're, we're, just, we're just all losers. Yeah. Who's the winner? I, I can't deny this is, this is Unless it's the, the, Todd, other than I, the Martian invasion force. Who's the winner? Todd, I'm sorry to make you ashamed, but this is why I don't take this seriously at all at any level. Like the Avenetti thing. None of this is real. It's all a show. Huh? I'm not ashamed. Okay. Well, you said you, you said that uh, something like that earlier about uh, how we wouldn't be a serious show. I mean, it's oh no, no, we wouldn't be a serious show if we if we did not realize that he was uh, a candidate, uh, a, yeah. a reasonable candidate, because yeah. he is the show. He's yeah. entirely unserious. We're, so yeah. of course, yeah. that no, yeah. that, it, it, he's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect casting. Yeah. The best casts. I mean, the casting this weekend. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Amorosa is just the tip of the iceberg. I thought the best summation of what happened over the weekend was then, was Sunday night when I found out I had a sewer blockage in my house. Sure. I just thought that's your metaphor alert right there. Yeah. That is where we are. I mean, I, I, I cannot believe... We are sitting here on 48 hours of a news cycle driven by a defrocked reality TV star when I, 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 I just... This country needs an enema. Yes. Yes, Mr. Nicholson, you are correct. 
Then she drops a recording today of Trump calling her, saying he had no idea she was fired. Trump tweets out today he's the one that fired her because nobody liked her. Don't you guys get the sense that like all of this can be true and like none of it at the same time? Absolutely. I have no, yeah. I have no comfort to offer you. It is rare I feel any sympathy for Republicans at all. Just because so many of them don't, don't. Don't. Yeah, now. Do you need an enema? Yeah. Good. What? I was about to be ashamed of our show. Yeah. What were you about to do? Thank God we're here, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. The sewer's backed up in my house. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> a bunch of CRTV subscribers at home. They're fig- they, like, "What's that button in that one commercial? Like the the reset button? Oh, the and easy button? The easy button? Yeah. People, whatever they were, they were reaching for. Like, what? What's he gonna do here? What's he gonna say? All right, let me rephrase it another way. This perhaps no group of people more deserves this. Oh, than there we go. There yeah. you go. Back yeah. on the that a boy. Yeah, meets back on the menu, I'm boys. A because even if you were trying to win, and I am convinced they're not, even if you were trying to win, how do you how do you how do you run when the other side's like, well, we want the conversation to be about a, a, a laughable, obvious, opportunistic porn star. I'm sorry, reality star. That was last month. <laughs> reality star this month. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> I'm so broken right now. That's me. That means you're where you should be. Okay. That's home. And the and like three minutes after the initial report, Frank Luntz of Fox News is out there on Twitter saying, this whole thing she's quoting me on is a lie. I never talked to her about any of this. I don't know what she's talking about. The Washington Post, I read, I, I talked about this on Friday when you weren't here. I felt some professional obligation. I really, on a personal level, wanted to avoid the whole thing. But since I figured by the time we got to Monday, Trump would be unable to, it would make it a national story. Oh. Which is exactly what happened. Multiple times. I, I decided to go ahead and read the entire original Washington Post story. And at least three times in the story, they say they could not substantiate her claims with any other corroboration. And yet... You have every opportunity to just move on and go govern the country. But he won't. He won't do it. That string of tweets today was like the thing where when answering machines used to be a big thing and you you left one. And you forgot something you called well, back. Well, you know, you just, you're like, <laughs> you hung up and you're like, with a, like a girl you're trying to woo back. And you're like, ah. You call back and it just gets worse yeah. with each yeah. one. That's a great analogy. Let me fire up 14 tweets on Omarosa. Oh, by the way, the economy's great. <laughs> How do you manage that? It's it's the presidency we deserve. This is this is what should have happened this weekend. Is we should have been back on offense like we were with the Sarah Zhang thing over the neo-Nazi Antifa thing over the weekend. Oh, and the press, the fact yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The whole 
15, 20 minutes I'm waiting to do my hit on Fox News Sunday, all their coverage was about the neo-Nazi rally. It was about to start. And I, so given the way Fox was breathlessly yeah. covering this, I can't even imagine. I mean, CNBC hosts must have been making alms to Chimosh. I can't even imagine what MSNBC and CNN hosts were doing compared to what I... If, if, if Fox is the baseline of, of what we might consider somewhat rational, yeah. and they were breathless about this for the 20 minutes before I came on, I, I can't even imagine yeah. what watching the other networks was like, right? And so the, 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 the rally starts. It's 28 people. Literally. Meanwhile, photographers are actually getting physically assaulted yes. at the Antifa rallies. Yep. And at the same time, you have newspapers across the country, their editorial boards, in collusion, yep. going to bat against Donald Trump. So you oh, have, the, you can just yeah. show everybody, yep. oh, here's why that's all an utter crock. But, no. No, we're going to talk about Omarosa. He's incapable of pivoting off of anything that doesn't directly tie to his ego. He's incapable of it. This whole pre- he's incapable of being a good president. This whole presidency is a game of Russian roulette. And like maybe we get lucky and get some stuff, but it is there's a bullet in a lot of those chambers. I mean, man. Just, just along lines, just as we were sitting here. So Peter Strzok gets fired today and like 80% of America was like, who? Who? And the other 20% was like, dude, we couldn't believe they, he was still at a job. <laughs> All right? So this would be a time to declare victory. Why did this take so long? Right? Vindication. Jerry Falwell Jr. goes out there and says Jeff Sessions should be rotting in prison. And so, of course, the narrative... The narrative, see, we have the same problem, whatever our side is. We have the same problem on our side that their side does. Yes, there's plenty of conservative media covering these other stories, but the problem is they're, they're, they're relaying this information to people who already are receptive to this messaging. Similar to how we, always, how we often criticize the liberal media for producing content for other people in the liberal media, that most people don't care about. I mean, the, this, 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 these 100 editorials are a great example of it. A bunch of newspapers that already hate Trump are going to remind you they don't like him. Literally nobody that's not already moved by this message will be moved by this. Because millions of people voted for Trump because of what they think this, the political system and the press has become. They don't believe he's the cause of it. Trump's candidacy is the result of what these things have become to many, millions of Americans. Well, we are guilty of it as well. We're guilty of creating content just for the same people and ourselves. Although in this era, a lot of it is because this White House won't let us get beyond those topics because they keep stepping on good messaging. I mean, we are literally six minutes away from Trump tweeting out, why doesn't the press want to talk about the economy? Well, you don't, you give them an out. He gives them outs all of the time. I, I don't know if I were the Republicans trying to win. I don't know how I would how I would manage that. It's virtually impossible to manage it. I I don't I don't know why they booked me on Fox and wanted to talk about Omarosa there. 
I was yeah, like, I was like the one trying to get them on their own talking. You saw the interview. Yeah. I'm trying to get them on their own talking points. Why don't you just let Judge Dineen do that? And let's talk about our accomplishments and how great the economy is. Well, no, let's talk about the fact the president hired a black person, so that means he's not a racist. I'm like, well, I don't know if that tokenism is probably good messaging. I mean... I don't know, man. I'm tired. I am. <laughs> Mr. Iverson, tired. I don't know, man. Okay. I mean, I know there's a portion of you guys, some of you, that just eat this stuff up. I'm telling you, the vast majorities of the country, it's exhausting. It's anywhere from exhausting to irritating. And just as we have warned everyone on the left, everyone that is voting, everyone that believes Trump only won because of a Russian plot to infiltrate the election, you already have those votes. You already have those votes. I promise to my friends on the right, everybody who's voting on how much they love what we're talking about, you already had all their votes. You already have them all. Already baked into the formula for this fall there's, there, there is no one I promise you there is just as there's no one in America that's going to wake up on Monday November 5th and think god damn I guess I didn't realize all this time Donald Trump's really just not that good of a person I'm voting Democrat tomorrow there, n- no there will be no carbon based life form with a voter registration card that is going to do that the day before the election Similarly, no carbon-based life form with a voter registration card is waking up on election day and thinking, you know, I was really on the fence here. But then I just saw a nine exclamation point tweet from the president, and I just love how he throws in those quotation marks around words and phrases that don't need them. Freaking clever. And, you know, I just like the way he really trolled that sleepy son of a bitch, Chuck Todd. I'm voting Trump tomorrow. I, I was on, I've been on the fence this whole time. But you know, if he had just called Todd sleepy or a son of a bitch, I would not have voted for Trump. But because he put them together, I'm 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 in. I'm so up on him right now. I'm all in right now. I'm in. That voter doesn't exist. Now there's going to be about six of you that are going to email me or like somebody emailed Mark Levin this last week and then copied me on it. I don't work for Mark Levin, by the way. But you want to email that stuff to Gaston Mooney. He's actually our editor. That's who you want to complain to. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it to the right people. There's like a half dozen of you, quote unquote, Christians who are going to email me or somebody at CRTV about how I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad Christian witness because I just said son of a bitch quoting the president that yeah. you will then also say I'm a bad Christian that I'm not supportive enough of. Yeah. There, there is no possible way to reconcile those two things, but you will try, okay? I just want you to know before you send that email, there is no number heretofore acknowledged or discovered in all of human mathematics that goes low enough to put an actual value on how little I care about that. So you're just going to waste your time sending that note. But... It's like both sides are trying to message to voters that don't exist. Have you noticed this? Yeah. Or they just keep messaging to the same people that they already have. Well, you've just... This is your Jehovah's Witness thing going on. Well, you, you, you've 
Meaning, if the only 144,000 are going to get saved, why the hell are you bothering me when there's three and a well, half million no, of you? Well, no, it is different. Because that's act- always the question I ask them. Well, but that's after the question, and yeah. then you said ju- they just kind of blink and reset. Yeah. I mean, they, they, there's no... Th- this is a DNA-level thing. They're, they're not going off this, at, at least not yet. Uh, Donald Trump is just kind of the the perpetual record skipping kind of thing um and everybody's just kind of waiting for somebody to go lift up the needle and you know dust the thing off and reset it or something but they're they're not capable of really i mean this the swamp is just being the swamp we we, we're stupid to think it can or wants to be otherwise i know i i know i shouldn't do this but i i need to know i know i'm like that guy in dirty harry i gots to know i gots to know I need to know. I just, I need to know when Trump, I need to know, A, who Trump suggested hiring Omarosa to. And I I just, I really need to know how that conversation went. I just, I just kind of need to know. Like, I got to know. Don't you have to know? I think I do know. Yeah, I just, I don't, I I just think. I, I need, I need, I. He's the. I need to know. She just showed up at the White House one day and she never left. He invited her there. She did it. She pulled a classic Omarosa. Crying. Yeah. According to Trump. There was no process. She she got a hold of him. Like, why do I feel like this would be like a scene out of The Office? You know, the president walks in. Like, look, Bannon and Priebus and those guys were all in the White House at that time. They're all, all these people that were in the White House. They're, they're like all gone now. He walks in January 2017. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, tuck that. Uh, hey, tuck that flannel shirt in. Then get in here for a second, will you? And uh, have rinse. Uh, bring rinse in with you. Do you mind? Hey, guys. Um, fantastic lady. She's fabulous. Uh, and let's face it, we could use a little local color around here, right? Um, uh, you know, I used to work with her on The Apprentice. Really smart lady. Uh, I think she'll help us with the blacks. And we can get her out there kind of deflecting in front of the media. And uh, her name is uh, Ponderosa, um, Amorosa. And uh, we're going to bring her in as our senior strategist. And uh, what do you guys think? And I know, you know this is like a scene of The Office where like, some guy in management puts like an absurd proposal and the camera quickly veers over that really weird, awkward close up, and they're all just kind of looking at each other. Like, do we say anything or right? And then you know, you know, Bannon's like, this is the dumbest idea I've heard ever. And you know, Rince is like, oh, I think that's a great idea, Mr. President. I'll get I'll get to Mr. Spicer to handle it for you. Can you just imagine what that scene was like, what that conversation was like? Wouldn't you have liked to have witnessed it? I don't think that happened. I think... You think she just showed up? I think she was just brought in, and he said brought everybody together, and we guys were having a like foreign Kanye. policy meeting, and she's just there. And everybody's looking around like, is this happening? Is this? And, and it just goes on. That's what happened. You're fired. You can't fire me. I don't work here. <laughs> How'd you get clearance? I don't know. They gave me the one that was supposed to go to your son-in-law that he couldn't get. <laughs> I just I'm really bothered by this let's move on I just I you're not to know you're not it's a different 
you're not i mean you used to be stubborn about trying to fix it you're not like you know no i just i just i just want to i just needed to know i just (laughs) just, i don't believe there is any fixing i just i just kind of need to know i just need to know i just like i want to know who signed off on that like you know what forms were signed you know i just i need to know what the pitch was well, as you guys well know, I got more black votes than uh, than Mitt Romney, uh, who was an insufferable loser and who choked, who choked like a dog. He choked like a dog. And you guys know I got more black votes than he did, so I thought maybe we should get a black woman and have her in the White House somewhere. And I know Omarosa, you know that's how this went. I heard black people like black people, so... Let's bring in a black person. The president of the United States, by his own admission, put someone in the White House that on three different occasions he didn't think had what it took for a freaking reality TV show. Okay? Think about that. No. (laughs) You can't make me. move on so today is one of my favorite days um it's credibly accused twitter i like credibly accused twitter as you guys well know yeah i'm back baby credibly accused twitter is my favorite twitter of them all because credibly accused typically means a heinous accusation has been made against somebody whose politics i don't agree with therefore you are credibly accused yep right okay so The rules we learned last November and December in Alabama were all credible accusations, if they're bad enough, regardless of if or no corroborating evidence exists, must be taken seriously. You must lose said election because the public virtue is at stake, of course. Of course. And there is nothing more important in America today than our public and our civic virtue. Amorosa. Anyway, uh, uh, and therefore you must lose, and it sucks to be you. So with that precedent set, I wanted to wish Keith Ellison well in his future endeavors. Because he, unlike the Judge Roy Moore case, where you did have some witnesses that had credible accounts, but the two pieces of corroborating evidence they offered up both fell apart. Uh, he was never banned from a mall, and the yearbook that was offered, we found out the day before the election that they had not disclosed. They had added to the um, alleged autograph on his part many, many years ago, thus calling the whole thing into some questionable credibility. In this case, there is supposedly video. Karen Monahan is the former girlfriend of Minnesota Congressman Keith Ellison, who is the deputy chairman of the Democratic National Committee, by the way. He's the number two or number three man at the DNC. Um, he is running for attorney general of Minnesota. The primary is a few days away. Her son, Austin Aslam, 
Monahan in a Facebook post on Saturday claimed that he saw a video of his mother's computer in 2017 that showed Ellison abusing his mother while yelling obscenities. This is a quote from his Facebook page. I found over 100 texts and Twitter's messages and video almost two minutes long that showed Keith Ellison dragging my mama off the bed by her feet, screaming and calling her a blanking blank and telling her to get the blank out of his house, the younger Monahan wrote. Now, Ellison is adamant. He says, this video does not exist because I have never behaved this way and any characterization otherwise is false. Monahan released a statement Sunday evening doubling down on the allegations. This is the former girlfriend now, not her son. Telling Think Progress, which is left of left. Okay? That's the left of the left. She's not surprised that people have been focusing on the video. She added, speaking about Ellison, you know this is true. You know what you did. My son put that out and I stand with him. It made everything about, well, where's that? Where's this? It's become about she needs to prove, prove, prove. And she is adamant that what her son is alleging is true. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts are that now the video has not been released she has not from what I've read either confirmed or denied that this video exists she has just said she supports the statements that her son has made are true my thoughts I I'd kind of buried my anger about uh, this was that last November and December is that when the good times rolled, Steve, on this mm-hmm, matter? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, good times. I kind of buried the anger Tell I had uh, about that, but Christmas. I felt it coming up today when I'm uh, looking at Twitter, and yeah. it's not just this issue, you know, lots of other issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, just you, you just want to crawl back into your weekend, can it be Friday again somehow, yeah. but it's not, so you, you just deal with it. Uh, but a lot of the same people mm-hmm. who spent tweet after tweet mm-hmm. after tweet mm-hmm. every yeah. day and the next day yeah. and the next day uh and it wasn't just snarky twitter stuff it was the health of conservatism mm-hmm. and our party mm-hmm. and it all depends on that this was existential for them no this is coming uh, from todd who was yeah. the guy who said all along I don't think his def- uh, I don't think Moore's defense is strong enough, and you wouldn't vote for him. Correct. So that I think that should go into yes. the context of what you're about to say here. Yeah. Uh, but those people, at best, you are just getting uh, snarky Twitter retweets yep. about this. At yep. best, mm-hmm. we got to police our own side first, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I, I have, I can, I can accept. Uh, that if that's actually what was happening um, last time. So yeah, uh, my my thought is just an anger that I had done what I thought was a pretty decent job of of uh, putting aside. But there, there it was again. Um, you know this this guy is the head of a party uh, that hates everything that you 
believe in is actively trying uh, to take it away. And here is not 30-year-old testimony, but months-old testimony. Uh, this actually ha- th- happened, what, perhaps, what, a year? 2017. Okay, yeah, yeah, a year. Um, and it's a mom and kids. And um, I don't know. It's just another day on Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Shucks. Moving on. Let's, um, See, this This is why... Let, it, I know we have some people that don't agree with our beliefs that listen frequently because they find it fascinating that we will do our best to be intellectually consistent and they're earnestly interested in what other points of view think. If that's you, I want to speak directly to you for a minute. If you're wondering why you why it seems Trump gets away with everything in your mind, that in your mind you don't think there's anything he could do. I mean, we even have just conversation a second ago, didn't we? Is there anything Trump could do? Was that did we have that on the podcast? It seems like we've been here all day. Did we have that on the podcast or the television show today where we talked about if we if it came out Trump paid for an abortion, it would move some numbers? Did that happen on the podcast in this episode or on the TV show? When was that? You guys are all giving, you're both giving yeah, me blank stares. I don't know. We literally don't remember what show it was, okay? But if you're wondering why it seems, if you're one of those people, Trump gets away with everything from his base, this conversation we're having right here is why. See, this isn't about, well, Roy Moore had to go and that was our guy and Keith Ellison gets away with it. It's about... They freaking hate Roy Moore. That's why they hate him. Yeah. Or that's, that's why that happened. It's about if Roy Moore has to yeah. go, then, then so does Keith Ellison. That's what it's about. It's about the constant double standards that get applied yeah. here. If, if, if this were a white Southern Republican Baptist, the days before the election, a former girlfriend came out and her son put this on Facebook. What would be happening in American newsrooms right now? What would be happening? Page one, nonstop. And they might even be right to have it. That's not the point. We said all along, I don't know that Roy Moore is not guilty of everything he was charged with. I don't know. I don't know. All I do know is two pieces of independent corroborating evidence were offered up and they both fell apart. That's all I know. We don't know that this video exists. The son says it does and he's seen it. But the mom won't confirm it or release it. So we don't know. We do know, though, in general, it's a hell of a lot easier to track down what happened between with, 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 with misconduct, sexual, or violence in a relationship in 2007 than 1978. Do we not know that? Um, certainly do. But, but we're certain we know what happened in the, outside a restaurant in Birmingham, Alabama, or rural Alabama in 1978. We're sure we know what happened. Okay. Well, why aren't we sure we know what happened last year? Do you know why we don't know? Ah, well, there's some good answers. There's some answers to that question. Ain't none of them good. Ain't none of them good. That's the issue. The constant double standards. I don't care how many people that post terrible stuff on Twitter get banned. What I care about is um, Alex Jones has to go, but Louis Farrakhan and his crazy conspiracy theories doesn't. Why? By the way, Keith Ellison is a protege of who? Louis Farrakhan. I can go on Twitter right now while we're sitting here and go find all kinds of 
hardcore pornography. Probably at least one of these are clips filmed by a woman captured in, a, in, in, in the human trafficking sex slave trade. Those people don't get banned. I never heard Gavin McGinnis's name before he came to work here for CR. Do you remember the night we hired him? Yeah. I asked you. What did I ask you? Who the heck is this? I don't know who the hell he was. I don't know. I cannot possibly believe, though, he has posted anything on Twitter worse than hardcore porn with women who were human trafficked. Do you think he posted? I've never met him. I've never consumed any of his content. I don't know anything about him. I barely have time to keep up with all. I do 18 shows a week. I barely have time to keep up with that, let alone consume a lot of other conservative media. I'm just going to guess right now, sight unseen. There's nothing Gavin McInnes has ever done on Twitter worse than post hardcore porn by women human trafficked. Motion, any seconds. Motion is carried. That's what people are tired of. That's what they're furious about. 28 inbred toothless nitwits showed up to go Heil Hitler in Washington, D.C. over the weekend. And news media acted like it was our first freaking contact with an alien race. Meanwhile, over here, we got a bunch of communists literally doing violence against the press, chanting all cops are pigs and racists. Nothing. That's what a lot of people are fed up about. In case you were wondering. Thoughts on that, gentlemen? Uh, that's what I'm kind of thinking too, because I'm I want well, exactly everything that Todd said. Is why when I take a step back, I'm not necessarily cool with everything that Trump says, but at least I understand why some people are. It's because most of the people in the so-called conservative movement, especially the <clears throat> smart set. They freaking hate your guts. They hate most of you listening's guts. They're not really conservative at any level because at least by what I see on Twitter and the fact that they really when pedal, you know, when when push comes to shove, when when um when things really matter, I've never known any of the conservative elite to actually show any desire to move the ball down the field nope. when there's opportunities. You're to. exactly right. And yet, when there's opportunities to hold people like you who are listening to us, who happen to have status, name ID, accomplishment, a Roy Moore, when there's an opportunity to slam them, oh, they're all over like over that like flies to stink. It's not just Roy Moore. It's happened over and over and over again. What Aiken said in Missouri six years ago was stupid. But they buried him all the same. They'll do it to you. They'll do it to anybody who is like you. Because I don't think at the end of the day these people really believe a darn thing of what they say. They just like being in control. They just like 
the status quo because it makes them feel good they don't they don't feel icky like the leftists i don't know there could be any number of reasons the bottom line is they don't like people like you which is why they're more than fine holding a roy moore accountable accountable in air quotes this is this is podcast you can't see the air quotes they're more than fine burying him but when it comes to Keith Ellison holding the other side accountable to the same standard, eh, we'll get a few snarky retweets. Or if you're like one person who I mentioned on the show last week, hasn't said anything at all about it. They, they yeah, just, out. There, there's a column. I'm trying to remember who wrote it. It sounds like something Kurt Schlichter would write. There's a column making its rounds in social media today, and the headline is, it's over at Town Hall, and the headline is, they're not never Trump, they're never you. Yeah. That's so yeah. right on the money. Yeah. And let me just say this as someone that was in on the ground floor of Never Trump. See, I thought this was a bunch of committed conservatives who were concerned about the moral calculus of handing our mantle over to a guy that would put Omarosa in the White House. That right? was That's literally, what we thought that it was. That was literally like maybe three or four. Yeah, that was literally, like, yeah, literally yeah, three right. or four. It was four. us in yeah. this room, maybe. Yeah, it was us, you know, throw Shapiro, three or four other people. The rest of it were all the people that uh, Aaron's talking about. That's really what it was. And you see it now. You see it now. And so if you're one of those people you can't figure out, I'm, 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 I'm showing you. There's a lot of Americans who have just decided truth and justice aren't attainable anymore because the system is stacked against them. So they're just going to hit back at the system with Donald Trump. Over and over and over again. And when you show them how morally corrupt he is, how intellectually inconsistent he is, and that he doesn't hire the best people by a freaking long shot, they don't care. Because they really didn't... I, I know the Cheeto Jesus and all that stuff. You know, He has a cult of people who really think he's here to save America. A lot of people just voted for him for two reasons. He ain't Hillary Clinton. And because he's that very scoundrel, and maybe it takes a scoundrel to expose and humiliate all you scoundrels who have been screwing the rest of us over all of these years. That's really what this was. And that's why all these things come out and it doesn't move his base at all. Because most of his base don't view him as a savior. It's a little bit like the Urban Meyer situation at Ohio State. Do not conflate the the, the uh, uninvolved troglodytes, the 200 people standing outside of the horseshoe holding a rally for Urban Meyer with all kinds of other Ohio State fans that just don't want him to go because he wins a lot of football games. It wouldn't matter if his name was Urban Meyer. wouldn't matter if his name was Rural Meyer. wouldn't matter if his name was freaking Oscar Meyer. He, he went, uh, he's 47-3 and three in the Big Ten. That's all they care about. This isn't, there's no rally for Urban Meyer. It's a rally for them. It's for me. I want, I want to win games. I'm an Ohio State fan. I want to win. That's what you see here going on. Yes, there is the Trump cult, like the Urban Meyer cult, having the rally for Meyer in front of the horseshoe. That 200 people in a 105,000-seat stadium showed up for. There is the Trump cult. And we were one of the first people in the media to point this out, actually. That it's a cult. It was Trump who told us it was a cult. He's the one who said, you can go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and these people. The rest of them are just fans of themselves. Yes. Who are tired of getting screwed. And since Trump's the coach that can win right now, and the alternative is we let guys who hate us win, uh, they're going to put up with it. Because... What they see is, if we hold Trump accountable, the it will not be returned. In other words, to them, this is like the Revolutionary War in a way. Where 
the Redcoats were the most refined, equipped, and best trained fighting force in the history of humankind up until that point. But they also had a rules of engagement. And so we're going to meet out here in this field at 3 o'clock. We're going to have tea. Obviously, we're going to have a, a, an invocation. And then we're going to load our muskets and rifles in our in our in our holst in our you know our shoulder pieces and may the best man win. Good, jolly good shooting. And you know we'll bury our dead, have a benediction, or did I get them backwards anyway? Uh, and um, uh, and we'll have tea afterwards, and then we'll do this tomorrow at three. And the colonials are like, you know, every time we play by these rules, they have there's more of them and they have more guns, so we're going to lose. So screw that noise. We're not meeting you out in the field at three. We always, we can't win by playing by your rules. So we're going to play by ours. And we're going to jump out of trees and stab you guys in the back and then run away. Because <laughs> facing you head on ain't a good strategy. Okay? That's what's going on here. There's, a, there's millions of Americans that realize, you know, if we hold our guys accountable, the other side won't hold theirs. I said, think progress is the left of the left. They're talking to Keith Ellison's girlfriend. Why is it Rachel? Why is it? Think is Rachel Maddow going to have her on tonight? I don't know. Maybe she will. I don't know. Don Lemon having her on tonight? I'm not holding my breath. Not going to hold my breath. And see, that's why a lot of people are going to put up with whatever comes out of Trump, or whatever collateral damage, or whatever, whatever nauseating controversy like Omarosa he produces. Because the alternative is, heads I win, tails you lose. The alternative is, you're right, we should do better as a people. We penalize ourselves, the other side's like, thank you, and just goes on and does whatever they're going to do. Well, millions of Americans have decided, uh, just like the colonials, screw that noise. We're not meeting you out here in the fields anymore. That's not a fair fight. We're just going to stab you in the back and run away. We're not going to do this. We can't win that way. And that's exactly what's happening right here. Closing thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, well, the, the um, speaking of the Revolutionary War, the men of that revolution had, had big egos, undoubtedly so. Uh, but they were willing to sacrifice their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor in the cause of something uh, they believed in. And that cause was legitimately the people. It really was. But if you spend any time watching some of the uh, suspects we're talking about uh on twitter this isn't about the people uh they really like themselves and themselves only and they like talking to themselves and it's just kind of a closed dinner party and well before what we found out uh that may or may not it, it something happened on some level uh with uh judge roy moore uh but they they didn't want any part of him before we knew any of that. And they didn't mm-hmm. want any part of him with every ounce of energy and vigor that they displayed once they had something to latch onto. They can't stand the thought of their little country club being upset. They like talking to themselves. Twitter only made that more apparent. I, the, the amount of time they... Uh, uh, sit on there just scratching each other behind the ears with just utter nonsense is pointless and silly. And so I echo what Steve said. If you hold uh, 
the people that you've lied to over and over again in such contempt and that contempt finally becomes transparent you get what you deserve Aaron that is well said Todd um and I don't think I could say it a, a whole heck of a lot better um but it it it, it bears repeating again um Conservatives, I think conservatives in in the United States, in this country, we're not nearly as numerous, like true conservatives, we're not nearly as numerous as we once were, maybe as most of us think. I don't think that goes, I I don't think I'm stretching uh, saying that. I think we, I think this, this is another indication of the main problem that plagues conservatism. Is that we let basically anybody with a pulse and an above average, uh, above room temperature IQ just define what conservatism is, decide that they're going to be a spokesman for conservatism this day. And what it has gotten us is a class of people that Todd just described that freaking hate you. That's bleak, but it's a Monday, so Mondays are bleak anyway. And I think a lot of people have figured that out. And that's why... In his own words, for a lot of Americans, millions of them, Trump can literally get away with murder because they've given up saving the system. And now they're either going to A, try to save themselves from it or punish it and maybe try both at the exact same time. Well, let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. We are back at it again tomorrow right here on Westwood One. If you have time today, please click subscribe there on iTunes and Stitcher or even leave us a review if you like us and you have more time. A lot of you have done both of those things already. Thank you very much. Really means a lot to us. Helps us to spread the word. No question about it. Until tomorrow, John 317. Steve Dace. I like it, you.